Why don't I know you? I'm new. I just moved here from Africa. What? I used to be homeschooled. Wait, what? My mom taught me at home. No, no, I know what homeschool is. I'm not retarded. So you've actually never been to a real school before? Shut up. Shut up! I didn't say anything. Homeschooled. That's really interesting. Thanks. You're like really pretty. Thank you. So you agree? What? You think you're really pretty? Oh, I don't know. Oh my god, I love your bracelet. Where did you get it? Oh, my mom made it for me. It's adorable. It's so fetch. What is fetch? Oh, it's like slang from England. Hello and welcome to the Weekly Real Podcast. My name is Ken. And my name is Jeremy. And uh, today we actually have a special guest. Uh, Jackie, do you want to say hi to the podcast world? Hello, everyone. <laughs> that voice you heard was Miss Jackie English, and she is here uh, making her first appearance on the podcast. And so, Jackie, uh, how do we all know each other? Um, we all met from church back in 2013, I believe. Yes, we did. Wow, I can't believe it's already been seven years. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, time flies by really fast. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's actually pretty cool, too, because, uh, well, you know, me and Jackie uh, are, uh, you know, close friends. Uh, we've known each other for the seven years, uh, and we actually worked together uh, at uh, the credit union that I talked about in our uh in our prologue episode, uh, how long have we been at the credit union, Jackie? Three years now. Oh my goodness, time flies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? we are so glad to have you with us, right, Jeremy? Yeah, for sure. We always love having guests on uh, on the show, and you're actually our first female guest. Hey, <laughs> ooh, ooh. represent, represent. <laughs> Exactly. No, we we're definitely glad to have you with us, uh, Jackie. And so uh, uh, today we will be uh, talking about Mean Girls. I mean, after all, it is the Wednesday before October 3rd. Uh, but before we do talk about Mean Girls, I want to kind of uh, make this uh, podcast episode current. And so uh, within the last week, uh, I know that there was a new WandaVision trailer that did just get released. Uh, have you seen it yet, Jeremy? I have seen it. It's very strange. <laughs> I agree. Uh, Jackie, have you seen the new WandaVision trailer yet? I've seen parts of it, and I agree with Jeremy. It's very strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Definitely, definitely. And so, uh, you know, Marvel, uh, right around the time they released the new WandaVision trailer, uh, basically announced that they had to reshuffle their, uh, their Phase 4 schedule. And so... Uh, Black Widow had been the opener for the brand new phase, phase four. Uh, but now with the reshuffling of the schedule, WandaVision now will replace Black Widow as the MCU's phase four opener. And so, uh, guys, I wanted to uh, ask you and we'll, we'll start with Jeremy, you know, just so that J uh, Jackie can get a little warmed up with the podcast. Uh, which one were you looking forward to the most, WandaVision or Black Widow? 
I think even before the trailer came out, I was a bit skeptical on WandaVision because I think um, Scarlet Witch and Vision have never really been my favorite characters in the MCU. So I would have to say uh, the Black Widow movie I was looking more forward to. So and this movie was supposed to come back, like come out in May. And I was really looking forward to it. And now that it's like next, it's supposed to come out next year now. Uh, it's a bit disappointing. But I now that the trailer has come out for WandaVision, uh, I am looking forward, forward to it a, a bit more. Yeah, I mean, basically, uh, Black Widow's delayed a full year now. Uh, went from May 2020 now to May 2021. Oh, man, such sad news. Um, well, at least Marvel gave us a little bit of good news in that uh, in that uh, in that uh, WandaVision is still going to be the only, uh, I guess, TV show or movie that's coming out in 2020. Uh, right, Jeremy? Yeah, I really wish Falcon and the Winter Soldier was coming out this year on Disney Plus because I remember seeing the TV spot on the Super Bowl. I was hyped for that show, so it kind of sucks that you know they're still having to film that that show. I know, I know, because it would have been, uh, I guess, leftovers uh, with the storyline uh, as it relates to Civil War, and that's uh, definitely one of my favorite movies in the MCU. Um, obviously, because you know, I mean, it, it's where they it was like a team up movie without being an official Avengers movie. So, definitely agree. So, uh, Jackie, uh, I want to ask you the same question: Which one are you looking forward to the most? Are you looking forward to WandaVision or Black Widow? I am looking forward to Black Widow. I've been a big fan of Black Widow since she first got introduced to the Marvel world and Iron Man and just, you know, just seeing her story, you know, get completed is what I'm excited about the most. WandaVision, I was Wanda I wasn't really a big fan of her until like probably um Infinity War when, you know, she fought for her man Vision and especially <laughs> in the end game when, you know, spoiler alert if no one has watched it yet. When um she had that moment with Thanos, like trying to get her revenge back at him, Ooh, so you know, yeah. I was really like, you know, you can really tell if they really wanted to. She could have defeated Thanos on her own, but you know, of course, they got to play out the movie the way they need to. <laughs> yeah, I you know I completely agree with uh, that. I remember uh, when Endgame came out. Uh, I think Jackie ended up seeing it before I did, uh, even though I saw it on um on opening night <laughs> she <laughs> she spoiled herself by watching uh, uh the bootleg version, the bootleg version. <laughs> but she was like oh my goodness you have to watch it i was like oh yeah well i'm planning on watching it tonight <laughs> opening night <laughs> on opening night it was hilarious because uh during that time it wasn't really that crowded uh, um i'm sorry uh that busy with work right and so you were actually watching it in between calls when we were still yes. both in the call, in the call center <laughs> it's pretty funny oh man well you know what? I'm actually going to go against both of you guys. Uh, I'm actually looking forward to WandaVision more. And here's why. And it's really easy because WandaVision's coming out before Black Widow. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, like for me, though, like the trailer did help me out in terms of like, uh, you know, like a concept. It, it's out of the ordinary. I like how they're uh, now going to start introducing new characters that I hear may be big uh for the overall story for phase four and um you know and, and the infinity saga was so that was so crazy i mean 
the fact that they had like 23 or 24 films or whatever it was, we still don't, I still don't know the exact count, uh, but they had so many films. They were able to establish uh, this, uh, this world. I mean, not just on earth, but obviously they expanded to other worlds. Uh, but now, you know what? We're going from the movie theaters into streaming. And so I'm curious to see how, Marvel and Disney can do a big budget TV show. And that's the reason why I'm looking forward to the most because, you know, you're going to get, uh, I don't know how many episodes they're probably going to do, maybe around eight. Uh, I'm not sure what that is. Um, I didn't do the research on that, but just to be able to get more time with both Wanda Vision, uh, with Wanda and Vision. Um, and, you know, like, like these two said, you know, you know, you didn't really spend too much time. It wasn't like my favorite characters. I mean, I did like uh, Wanda a little bit just because, you know, I, I like uh, Liz Elizabeth Olsen, but you didn't really spend too much time with them. And I feel like this show will allow us to do so. And so you have to go against you guys on this one. So <laughs> it's true. The the trailer is pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, in, in, you know, there's some rumors. I don't want to speculate on this episode. I mean, we'll get into that maybe when, um, when it actually does get released later on this year. But I mean, I'm hearing rumors. I'm like, ooh, it'd be pretty cool if they were true and kind of expand that world and kind of revisit cer certain characters that we haven't seen in a while, too. So I'll leave that little nugget for out there for the next time we do talk about the MCU, especially new content. Uh, but we're moving on now. Uh, Jackie, you know, me and Jeremy have this uh, podcast ritual where, I mean, it started when we were still planning for the podcast and you know just to kind of warm up and kind of develop this uh chemistry that we've uh, we're starting to build uh we wanted to keep things current and talk about hey you know like a, a movie show uh talk about a movie or a tv show uh that we've watched in the last week and so uh jackie since you're our guest today is there one movie or tv show that you want to highlight that you've seen in the in the last week um in the last week well the last couple of weeks actually i've been watching the new show on hbo called the love lovecraft county it's so good and i feel like even though the show is like set in the 50s 1950s it's still very relevant now it's basically like a horror drama show and um, it focuses a lot on racism and how it's, you know, now it's still very much alive. Racism, like, you know, it's still the same. So it's a really, it's a fun watch. And like, it's also kind of sci-fi. So there's a lot going on. And it's also produced by Jordan Peele. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, were you able to watch any of his like big releases on on, uh, on the big screen? Oh, yeah, of course. Um, like Get Out, Us. Us was like my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it was so random and weird but it was yes. uh, it was pretty entertaining right mm -hmm. oh man you know i i agree with you i actually uh, i don't think i told you yet but i did start um lovecraft county uh i watched the first episode and i'm like ooh, this is pretty crazy ooh, um, nice. i ended up i ended up starting it kind of late in uh one evening so i didn't get to finish the first episode just yet but it was already starting to get crazy but I started getting sleepy only because I started it really late. But I liked what I was seeing already. Uh, they did a pretty good job of setting up, you know, the characters kind of in the beginning. It was kind of slow in the first part. But then 
I could tell that right where I at where I stopped, it was it was getting pretty crazy. So I'm I'm definitely looking forward to it. I might actually share that maybe next week. I'll probably start binging it now that there's a lot more episodes. Yes, you'll probably get hooked like I did. <laughs> <laughs> no, I hear a lot of good things about um, Lovecraft County. Um, a lot. Some people are even just saying that it's the best show that's currently out right now. Uh, is do you agree with that? I agree with it, and it. Um, I don't know if you guys watched it, but it kind of reminds me also of Watchmen, the the one that HBO also put out a couple of months ago. So it's pretty good. <laughs> Yeah, it's actually the the TV show that I shared last week in terms of like because uh, I think our our open opening segment Jeremy was uh, like favorite TV show um, within the last year, right? Uh, favorite yeah, season the, of TV the show Emmys, yeah, 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 and that's the one that I did mention, Jackie, and nice. I was getting those vibes too. Yeah, same. <laughs> I did a g- quick Google search. It's actually called Lovecraft Country. Country. Oh, country, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Promoting the wrong some... title. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get mad at us when they listen to this. <laughs> Thanks, Jeremy. Uh, see, it's our unofficial secretary. Uh, and see, I've only seen like half a, half an episode, so you'll forgive me. Well, man, we're counting on you, Jackie. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, they, thanks for correcting us, Jeremy. Yeah, we would have got a lot of... Uh, a lot of uh, feedback on that. <laughs> so, Jeremy... What uh, movie or TV show that you want to highlight this week? So when we when you told me that we were going to watch Mean Girls and that came out in 2004, I actually watched another movie that came out in 2004, and that's Friday Night Lights. Ooh. Ooh. And I really like that movie. I, I've rewatched this movie a few times now, and it's so... Have, you, have either of you seen it? Yes, that's the one with Keanu Reeves, right? <laughs> no, that's the that's the replacement. <laughs> that's the replacement. Never mind. <laughs> Very <laughs> different movie. <laughs> it's the one with uh, Billy Bob, right? Yeah, Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, I yeah, remember watching it a long time ago. It's on HBO Max. Oh, okay. I need to rewatch it. It's been a long time. I probably only seen it like once. It's such a it's such a good story. I think um, it also I, I feel like it really dives deep into like how 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 much focus is on like youth sports as well and how freaking dire it is in, in some parts of the country. And it's so heartbreaking for these kids when you, when you watch the movie. Oh yeah. Like football is a culture, especially in the South. And, uh, you know, and it starts really early, you know, peewee football and obviously, you know, with the Friday night lights with high school football and then, and then uh, obviously college is huge, huge in like the SEC country, you know, in, in the South. So, um, yeah, I need to rewatch it. I bet, you know, it's funny. Like I was I was thinking, I was like, dude, I need to rewatch like a like a sports movie. It's been a while since I've seen a sports movie. And so that might be it, especially since it's it's football season again. I definitely recommend it. It's like so dramatic. But I, I feel like the first time I watched it, man, I was like crying because I love football. And just mm-hmm. the way like the the story goes is is really good. Well, didn't it spawn the uh, the TV show? Same yeah. same name. Yeah, same name. TV show. I think it came out a couple years after the movie. But I have never seen an episode of that show. Oh, maybe we need to both watch it because I haven't seen an episode yet either of that. So, 
Uh, well, the movie that I wanted to highlight this week is uh, I remember, well, just kind of looking back on a lot of our previous episodes, Jeremy, we've been talking about a lot of HBO Max, a lot of Netflix, a little bit of Hulu. You know what? This is the first time that I will be highlighting an Apple TV Plus original. And uh, I think I got one year free uh, of Apple Plus TV from buying uh, my mom her iPhone for Mother's Day. <laughs> and so um, I have like a, a, a reminder uh, for several months from now to cancel it. <laughs> so uh, the, the movie that I want to highlight is called Greyhound. It's starring uh, Tom Hanks, Stephen Graham, and Elizabeth Shue. And it's basically a World War II-inspired uh, movie uh, about an inexperienced captain, and he's played by Tom Hanks. And he basically has to captain and lead uh, a convoy of ships across the Atlantic to deliver soldiers uh, and much-needed supplies to um, basically all their allies. And this they're trying to get to Europe. And the thing is, once they uh, leave like the United States or whatever, and they get off to like basically the middle of the ocean, they don't have any air support. And so they call that area like the black pit. And basically the movie, it just portrays that precarious time when they're just trying to cross the Atlantic and uh, they encounter German U-boats. And so it's pretty crazy. Uh, it's actually a, a, a sh really short film for being a, you know, war movie. It's only an hour and a half. And uh, some of the things that I liked is because it's short, it just jumps right into the story. And um, with the music and everything, like the like the suspense is really good uh, in a lot of the action scenes. But uh, there was a couple of things that I didn't like. Uh, one of the things that I didn't like was the CGI. I mean, it looked really <laughs> fake. And uh, I mean, especially for 2020 and for it being a movie starring Tom Hanks. And then, you know, there's Apple has deep pockets. So you would think it would have a pretty big budget. But man, that CGI looked pretty awful um and then i felt like maybe two-thirds into the movie it got really repetitive and so i it could have probably been an hour and i would have been happy it would have been a really good hour of tv it reminded me of one of those battle episodes of uh, game of thrones where like you know they have like a quick setup and then they go right into the battle i'm like oh <laughs> and so i just thought it was a, a little bit longer than it should have been so but definitely check it out i i recommend it so uh, before we get into talking about Mean Girls, uh, let's do a little bit of episode cleanup. Uh, last last week, we actually talked about Pulp Fiction, and uh, we ran our usual weekly poll, and we have the results of that. Uh, Jeremy, do you want to tell the audience what the poll was and what the results were? Yeah, the poll that we were running on our Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook was, what was your favorite character in Pulp Fiction? Uh, some of the choices we had were Vincent, uh, Jules, Butch, Mia, or if they just want to write a comment in. Uh, Jackie, actually, have you seen Pulp Fiction? Yes, I have. Oh, so uh, who did you vote for someone? I did vote and I voted for Vincent. Oh, which which perfectly lines up with, I guess, everyone else's votes because Actually, 58% of votes went to Vincent. It was actually, people only voted for two people, Vincent and Jules. 58% went to Vincent, 42% for Jules. Wow. 
Yeah, like uh, well, Vincent was played by John Travolta. Why'd you pick mm. uh, uh, Vincent, uh, Jackie? Do you remember um, Pulp Fiction a little bit? I do. I just um, enjoyed his character a lot, and you know how John Travolta played him, and yeah, I think it was just funny and just you know his he was just out there and like it's just and also how you know his partner was Samuel L. Jackson in the movie, so I yeah. feel like they really complemented each other a lot. <laughs> Yeah, that was the first thing that definitely uh, caught my eye. Um, just watching it the first time and again during this rewatch for last week's episode was that chemistry between John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson was so good. It was so natural. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. So um, again, uh, well, thank you, Jeremy, for reading our results. And I want to thank you all uh, who voted uh, for, um, well, participated into this uh into our poll and voting uh, every Tuesday, we do run our episode related polls on um, I think most of our social media, if not all Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And we run that every Tuesday following a brand new episode. And so uh, Jeremy, what's our social media handle? So you can look up at weekly real. That's two E's by the way. R E E L. Yes. <laughs> well, we'll put, we'll put the spelling in the episode notes. <laughs> Almost had a brain fart. <laughs> well, we have now reached the point in our episode where we're actually uh, going to be talking about what we came here for. Uh, and I know this will excite Jackie. Uh, in this episode, we meet Katie Heron, and uh, she is played by Lindsay Lohan. And it's about Katie, who starts high school as a junior for the first time after being homeschooled in Africa for most of her life. She quickly discovers how life in the social jungle called high school is really like in Mean Girls. And this came out in 2004. And so, Jackie, since you are our guest, uh, we wanted to uh, ask you questions. Uh, basically, this is the reason why uh, you're on this. This is one of your favorite movies, right, Jackie? Yes, it is one of my <laughs> favorite movies of all time <laughs> <laughs> well jackie you were in high school during uh, the time that mean girls came out right yes i was 2004 right yeah it came out in 2004 uh uh when you do you want to share the uh, with the podcast audience what your uh, the class was i was probably sophomore year i believe yeah. it was yeah oh no no actually freshman leaving leaving freshman year going towards sophomore I believe that's when the movie came out. <laughs> there you go. And uh, which high school did you go to? I went to South San Francisco High School in oh, California, yeah. of course. <laughs> oh, yeah. South City High Represent Warriors. <laughs> I mean, we, we graduated in uh, different decades, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. We're still from the same school. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same alma mater. Um, yes. <laughs> dang, I actually didn't know that about you, Jackie. Forgot. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> So uh, were there actually any similarities of what you saw in the film compared to what you saw in high school, South City High, compared to, do you guys remember the name of this high school? Forgot, in Mean Girls. Oh, oh. man, I forgot also. It was in New Something. Hold on, that's a good question. Let's look it up online. Dang it, Google. All right, I think I have it. Oh, it was called North Shore High School, and it was in Evanston, Illinois. There you go. So, yeah, were there any similarities between North Shore and South City High? 
Um, yes, the different groups in the school, um, how, you know, like the sports, the jocks, the cheerleaders, the cool kids, the band geeks. Um, I, yeah, my school had all that too. Oh yeah. I remember that. Uh, I wonder how different it was when I went to high school versus when you went to high school versus when, what Jeremy experienced in, 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 when he went to high school, because Jeremy, do you want to kind of get into like uh, what your high school experience was since you were the most recent uh, attendee? Yeah, because my high school was a private high school. So there was only about a total of 180 kids at most, 160 compared to what was South City, uh, South San Francisco High, roughly? Uh, about 1,600 total. Uh, so it's about like 400-ish per class. Yeah, so mine was like 160. And it's weird. High school is still like, there's still cliques. They're still like the somewhat nerds. It's just everything smaller <laughs> in, in number. I would imagine that people actually know each other way more. Like they know too much of certain people. Yeah, it's actually a little bit scary uh, in, in a way, especially for a high school stu- high school student. You can't hide in 160 people in high school like when you do something like in the morning they'll know by like the next period aren't you glad we didn't go to a high school like that jackie (laughs) (laughs) it was already bad enough that when uh like a certain group kind of already knew certain stuff about you i'm like wait how did you know (laughs) (laughs) well jackie how influential was mean girls uh to your own high school experience um, to be honest, it wasn't really, aside from like the different groups and cliques, um, my school, when I went, it was very diverse. Like it wasn't just a f- school full of Caucasian people and then two African-Americans and then the two token Asian people. Like <laughs> it was pretty even out. So, um, and Mean Girls wasn't like Mean Girls. It had like, it was very limited. And also, you know, come think about it, um, watching the movie, it didn't seem like there was too many people that went to that school. Like, it almost felt like it was a private school, like Jeremy's situation, where (laughs) it was like 162 people in the class (laughs) total. Now that you mentioned, yeah, it did seem like it. Like, it seemed like they really knew each other, just like Jeremy's uh, experience. Mm -hmm. So that's why, you know, I, I don't think it was very influential for my high school history. Well, well, that makes sense. Yeah. But I remember, Jackie, one of the first things that you did mention, especially, you know, when we're, you know, kind of getting to know each other, you know, just us being uh, friends with, you know, like other mutual friends. I remember when Jackie told me this story about how she was in a crew in South City, I was dying. And when she told me what it, what the name was, I it, I was just I was done. <laughs> so, Jackie, do you want to share with our podcast uh, audience what? the name of your crew was in South City High. Yes. So we called ourselves the Murder Mamas, a.k.a. M-Dub. <laughs> <laughs> that, that didn't make sense to me because, you know, M-Dub is, is basically say, oh, it's a M and maybe a W. And I'm <laughs> like, I still don't understand the M-Dub. But while we're on the subject, do you want to explain further why M-Dub is, uh, I guess, the short um, short form for uh, Murder Mamas? Um, it was just easier to say, I guess. 
And you know, when we when we thought of this group, it was just all for like shits and giggles because yeah, <laughs> you know, like we we noticed or like we heard that there are other groups in the high school that we went to that I went to. There were like groups that were naming themselves, so we thought it would be fun just to do it for fun and to kind of like make fun of the other groups for even thinking of doing that, like naming a group. <laughs> <laughs> well, how how many people were in uh, Murder Mamas? There was probably like. Five or six of us, from what I remember. Wow. So it's wow, actually bigger popular. than the plastics. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's bigger than the plastics. So were you guys like the, uh, were you ladies like the blast, uh, the plastics? Oh, no, not at all. If anything, like if there was, if there were to do a parody of the movie, we would be like the part, the movie that would make fun of Mean Girls. <laughs> we were just like, we were just all about having a good time and laughing at each other. Oh, so were you like any of the characters in in Mean Girls? You were you were your friends. Um, if anything, I feel like we related more to Damien, and Damien in the movie was a guy, <laughs> and he for him like you know like of course like you can tell he was you know he played a gay character in the movie, but he was just all about being himself and having fun and like don't care about what anyone has to say about what he does or how he looks or how he acts. And, you know, I feel like myself and the girls that were in the group that I was, you know, were friends, that I was friends with, and, like, we didn't care. Like, we were just all about having fun and having a good time in high school. Oh, man. Do you do you still remember a lot uh, from high school? Um, like, you know, the memories, especially with the old crew? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's too many memories. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes I wish I didn't remember those memories, but, you know. <laughs> Wait, did you, have you had your uh, tenure yet? Yes. Oh, you have. Yeah, you have. But it was canceled because nobody are not enough people RSVP. <laughs> oh, jeez, <laughs> that sounds about right. I don't think I went to. I don't think I went to any of my reunions ten or <clears throat> twenty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think oh. like out through the years, I got like not antisocial, but you know, just a little bit of anxiety. Do, you, do, you, do I really want to see all those people that I really didn't talk to as much in high school? I know, right. <laughs> well, Jeremy, uh, wait, when is your tenure? My tenure is, what, uh, 2024? Okay. Well, yeah. hopefully we'll be, you know, over COVID by then. Uh, do you think you're going to, wait, do you guys have uh, reunions at all? Yeah, I think they, I think they do. I know my brother, he went to the same high school, and but he didn't go. So oh. we'll see what happens in, what, four years. We'll see four if there's a, if I'm wanting to go. <laughs> oh man well you know what, guys let's uh you know let's get into some mean girls topics and so uh the first topic that i thought of uh for uh, the first half of this podcast episode was uh what was the first thing that you thought of that made mean girls as uh wait what what was uh lacey chabert's uh name again i, for, I forgot gretchen wieners gretchen wieners yes <laughs> her dad was the uh inventor of toaster toaster strudel right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Well, what was the first thing that you thought of that made Mean Girls? And I'm going to try to do my best uh, uh, Gretchen uh, impression. What made Mean Girls so fetch? <laughs> That's a good Jer question. Jer <laughs> Jeremy, go ahead. Take this one first. Well, it all depends on how you interpret what fetch means. <laughs> but True. Uh, I feel like Mean Girls feels so early 2000s 
And for some reason, I I really like that. It's like one. It's like a product of its time, because it it's so weird that the movie itself it doesn't know if it wants to be like the late '90s anymore or not. It feels so weird, and like for example, the 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 actors for everyone in this movie looks like they're like 30 years old or 25 <laughs> or 30 years old. I'm like, my high school did not look like this at all. Um, but I think that's what makes it so special uh, in a way. Mean Girls is it, it's so funny. And I think there's so many like parodies off of this movie as well. And it just, it, it's, it feels special because it's so weird and it came out at the right time. Cause I don't feel like they, they could come out with a movie like this with like that look of high school nowadays. Yeah. Well, I mean, you were talking about them being 30. I think most of them were around like mid twenties, to thirties already. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't think you're too off on that. Well, Jackie, what was the first thing you thought of that made mean girls so fetch? Um, I actually, I actually agree with what Jeremy said, how, you know, it's one of those movies that reminds you of the early 2000. And um, aside from Mean Girls, like the most notable high school movie that I remember was Never Been Kissed. And that was in 1999, like one of the last movie of that era. So from 1999 to watching Mean Girls in 2004, it was like you can tell like by Mean Girls was probably going to be the last kind of its movie for that era. Because now if you think about it, if they do a high school movie now, it's going to look so different. Like it's not going to be how we remember high school, like back in the day or like school in general. Yeah. Basically like if a high school th- uh, movie or TV show comes out now, it's definitely for Gen Z for sure. It's going to be a lot of TikTok dances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. It's basically whatever you see on social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, never been kissed. I remember that movie. Uh, that was with uh, Drew Barrymore, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, I mean we're. I mean, this is the first of our uh, guilty pleasures. I mean, we might have to revisit. We need to revisit. Never been kissed. Uh, have you seen that yet, Jeremy? I actually never heard of it. <laughs> oh. oh my god, you need to watch Never Been Kissed. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> that might right. be on the list, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. Well, for me, um, I actually kind of went uh, with something that was actually within Mean Girls, because I mean, I agree with everything that both uh, Jeremy and Jackie just mentioned in in terms of like early 2000s. It totally looked early 2000s, even sounded early 2000s with, you know, the music that they had playing for the soundtrack. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, man, it was it was good. It was good because during that time I was in college. So I kind of got a little bit of that. Uh, But for me, the the thing that caught my eye was I, I love Janice. Uh, and uh, Demian's uh, chemistry. Um, I just loved it from the start when they were trying to befriend Katie um, and it led into the whole uh, introduction of the plastics when they just ditched uh, that one class, I guess the health class. (laughs) And I just loved how they just had good chemistry from the get-go, especially those two, uh, Janice and Demian. They're just hilarious. They're like the perfect... uh, Actually, they're like the early 2000s high school version of R two D two and C three PO, just comic there you relief. Go. <laughs> <laughs> Who's R two D two? R two D two. Oh man, um, it's gotta be, 
It's got to be Damien. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Wait, who is the more serious one? It would be Janice, right? Yeah, Janice is definitely the more serious one. Yeah, I mean, by default, because I mean, I just, I think Damien's hilarious in this movie. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Oh, man. Well, you know, let's go on to the next topic. Uh, In Mean Girls, uh, and I actually sent you guys (laughs) this during the week uh, in preparation for this episode. I sent these guys uh, a screen cap of the cafeteria map that uh, Janice provided. Um, what was it? Uh, she provided to to Katie, right? Mm-hmm. So there was a cafeteria map depicting where all the clicks sat. Which table would you have chosen in this fictional high school uh, of what was it called North Shore High School, right? Yeah, yeah. And Jeremy, why don't you go ahead and take this one? Uh, which uh, table would you have sat in? Well, I think just thinking about me from high school, I was not cool at all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I would probably say I would be part of the Asian nerds, most likely. That's probably where I would be. Uh, I was definitely not one of the cool kids. I probably was the one who l- probably looked like they studied too much. <laughs> you know what? I, I actually agree. Well, like since we're on the subject, I actually put Asian nerds on there, but um, you know, I probably I probably thought you would have said that, but my real answer is gonna be the wannabes table because basically back in 19 whatever it was <laughs> when I was in high school, I was basically like an Asian nerd like you, but you know, like I thought I was, I thought, honestly, I thought I was a shit. So I, I was definitely in the wannabe section. I thought I was cool. I was watching pro wrestling back in the day in, <laughs> in the in the good old days with the, the WWE versus, uh, actually, it was, they were still known as WWF during the Attitude Area era. And they were going heads up uh, in the Monday Night Wars, uh, Monday Night Wars against WCW. So I thought I was cool back then, but really I was an Asian nerd. So I probably would have sat in the wannabes. Well, Jackie, with the Murder Mamas, where would you be sitting? This was tricky because um, when I was in high school, there, we didn't really have like you know we're like I'm gonna sit we're gonna sit at this table of the cafeteria because we did have a cafeteria, but we also had like outdoor benches. So we were I was more towards like sitting at the outdoor benches. But if I was to be in the cafeteria, I would have probably been with the cool Asians or the wannabes. <laughs> <laughs> I could definitely see that. I, yeah. I could see that. Just because, I don't know, I would imagine the way your personality is now is how you were back in uh, in the 2000s when you're in high school, right? Yeah. Just kind of the life of the party? <laughs> yeah, I, you, I can say that. <laughs> well, didn't you say uh, before that, well, you even ha- uh, you used to collect kicks, right? um shoes yeah oh yeah definitely um even till now i enjoy buying like the coolest nike shoes i can find that i can afford also at the same time but yeah i definitely we you know in high school i remember everyone was really into buying shoes and like you know different sneakers and what was like popular yeah well so that would make you either cool the asian cool or <laughs> or really want to be yeah <laughs> so or there is that cool. fine line right <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh 
Oh, man. Well, let's move on to uh, the final topic that we have for the uh, first half. Uh, obviously, Mean Girls featured that burn book, uh, that infamous burn book. And so if there was a burn book in your high school and Jeremy, you know, us, you know, we're, we definitely wouldn't be on there because it was mainly for girls. But just for argument's sake, just for the this episode, if there was a burn book in your high school and you were in it, what would it say about you? And Jackie, go ahead and take this one first. I think it would have said Jackie was too or super loud and funny, but would get quiet out of nowhere. So she could be a little weirdo at times. <laughs> Do you think that's still, uh, I guess, accurate now? I think so, because they're going to be, I still see there's times where I can be super loud and outgoing, but then there's times where, like, I just stay quiet and I just observe, and I can see where people would think that's pretty weird of someone from being really loud and all of a sudden just shut down and just stay quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, but you know what? All of us can definitely relate to that. Yeah. Oh, man. Jeremy, uh, what would the burn book say about you when you were in high school? Yeah, so... I actually prepared a little bit of a story for you guys about Ooh. what happened to me in high school. Uh, I don't think I've actually ever told anyone about this. Maybe one person. So th- I'm sharing it here on the podcast for the first time. And if these people from my high school hear this, which they won't, or they won't even remember, but I remember. Anyway. <laughs> exclusive, exclusive, exclusive. It's a Mountain View exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> and so, because... Remember that scene in uh, in Mean Girls when Regina sees that girl's skirt and she's like, "Oh, where'd you get that skirt? It looks so good." And then, um, but then later on, she says, "Oh, that that skirt is hideous, right?" Yes, and I that. and so Katie, when she sees that, she that reminds her of uh, when Regina asked her about her bracelet from the beginning of the movie. The same exact thing happened to me. So there were some mean <laughs> guys in high school. So what they did to me, I remember I, I took it as such a compliment too. Cause they, they were like, one of the guys came up to me and was like, Oh, nice shoes, man. I'm like, uh, I'm like, thanks. It's like, where'd you get them? I'm like, Oh, you know, just anywhere and all that stuff. And it's like, Oh, they're really cool. I'm like, Oh man, that was so nice of him. And that was so such innocent me. And then later on, I figure out that another one of the loner guys like me uh, had the same shoes as me. And the, the same guy and his group of friends uh, pulled that same thing with him. And then after they d- said that to him, they walked away and it's like, man, his shoes are so ugly and all that stuff. Oh. And I was like, I had the same shoes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jeremy. So yeah, in, in the burn book though, I it would probably be like uh the short Asian kid that can't dress well. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, do you think that's still accurate now? Well, yeah, I'm still short. <laughs> <laughs> and I try to dress a little bit better. So it's only partly accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I don't have a story like Jeremy, uh, but uh, I think if there was a burn book uh, from when I was back in high school, uh, again, back in the 1900s, um, I think it would say, oh, Ken thinks he's so cool and so fetch, 
but he's just a uh, he's just a huge dork with bad skin. And you know what? That's still probably accurate. <laughs> I still Dude, think I'm cool, cooler than I actually am. So high school, man. I know. So brutal. So brutal. Anyway, speaking of high school and, you know, me and Jeremy, we always like to include uh, the audience into this uh, conversation that we do have uh, with the Weekly Real podcast. And so this week, our uh, question to you, the audience, is what is your favorite high school themed film? And so um, if you do have uh, any feedback, please hit us up on our Twitter. Uh, what's our Twitter again, um, Jeremy? Twitter at Weekly Real. Yes. And uh, or if you have more of a long, uh, long form answer, if you want to kind of get into it, uh, why, you know, ec- you know, whatever movie is your favorite high school themed film, you can always send us an email. And Jeremy, what is our email address? So our email is weeklyrealpod at hotmail.com. Right, Ken? No! Hotmail? Who uses Hotmail still? Oh, my goodness. You know what? Guys, this is uh, our real email address. It is weeklyrealpod at gmail.com. And so, uh, Jackie and Jeremy, let's go ahead and take a quick break. Okay, we came to the second half of our podcast today, and we're going to start off with our weekly real awards. So, Jackie, the weekly real awards are like these fun little awards that we give to some of the scenes or characters, just different topics of the movie. And in this case, it's Mean Girls. So our first award is the Marissa Tomei slash Aunt May Award for What Has Aged Well. And I know that, you know, there hasn't been a lot of stuff that has aged well. So I actually want to combine that with the Happy Hogan Mullet Memorial Award for what has not aged well. So if you have either one, what has aged well or what has not aged well. For me, I for what has aged well, I would have picked I picked Amanda Seyfried. She played Karen in Mean Girls and in the movie, she didn't really have many lines and parts, but she did play one of, you know, the girls in the main group, the Mean Girls. So, but now if you look at her list of movies that she's made, like she's made a lot of, she's been in a lot of movies like Ted, Mamma Mia, Les Miserables. I don't know. How, I can't pronounce it. Les Miserables. <laughs> Les Miserables. I think that's I how you it. <laughs> but yeah, she's, you know, she was even recently in a scary movie, um, You Should Have Left, I, which I actually watched recently, and that was pretty good also. Kevin Bacon. Yeah. It's kind of weird because Kevin Bacon is like, you know, half her age, like twice her age, but, you know, they played a really good couple in the movie. <laughs> yeah, they addressed that in the movie, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Oh, you watched it, Jeremy? Yeah, I watched it. Yeah, it was a fun watch. Yeah, Amanda. Wait, how do you say her last name again? <laughs> well, you know what? I looked it up before we recorded the podcast. It's uh, Amanda Seyfried. Seyfried. Okay, because that last name has always escaped me for the longest time. Yeah, she was really good in this movie. I think she's pretty underrated for how much screen time she actually got. She was yeah. really good. Yeah, we kind of wish she had more uh, more lines, you know, and more screen time, just like you said, Jeremy, just because I 
definitely thought that she stole the show sometimes uh, f- uh, at being Karen. She was just hilarious throughout. Like all of her one-liners are so good. Mm-hmm. Her, 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 and her ESPN. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so Ken, who was um, what was your winner for the what has aged well or not aged well? Well, I went with um, you know what's funny. Like when I thought of uh, the winner for this. Um, like I was like, okay, what has aged well? The Marissa Tomei slash Aunt May Award, but I mean, really, it could be the other one too—the Happy Hogan Mullet Memorial Award. Uh, well, anyway, either way, the award goes to. I felt like the whole Jingle Bell Rock, um, basically their performance. Um, it, it's it was just so inappropriate back then uh, to you know be a high school holiday performance and it's still inappropriate now um i just thought it was uh it was i just thought it was uh very inappropriate with some of the moves that they had but it, it was still hilarious though because you know with amy poehler being regina's mom i just thought she was hilarious when she was trying to be that cool mom and she was still dancing with the choreography and everything she had the moves i just thought it was it was it was still hilarious so i felt like that uh that scene still aged really well for me and that it was still pretty entertaining and i think it's like uh if you had to pick a standout scene that probably might be it for a lot of people anyway yeah because that scene i think is actually pretty iconic in the movie uh even though it is weird to think about like these high school girls performing this type of jingle bell rock it's very inappropriate Uh, but in my case, the my winner is kind of similar to Jackie. I actually picked um, the head of the plastics, Rachel McAdams, um, in, for the same reasons because this is like early in early in their career, and just like the career ahead of them with her in in like movies like Spotlight, Doctor Strange, uh, and the Sherlock Holmes movies. I, it's so weird to think that uh, these actresses came from Mean Girls. I agree. It's it's pretty crazy that there's so many people named people um, in this movie. I forget how many uh, people like from SNL or, um, you know, like Rachel McAdams, Lindsay Lohan um, that were in this movie. They're named actors and they have been leads in other, you know, TV shows or, or films. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'm, this movie is a bit of a, I guess, underrated with his cast. I guess if you're looking from the eyes from back then. Uh, Our next award is the I Am Groot Award for favorite character. So, Jackie, who's uh, your favorite character in Mean Girls? My favorite character was Regina George, played by Rachel McAdams. Only because I think, like, to be honest, like, I think every girl in high school always wanted to be the HBIC, like, the one that everyone wanted to be and wanted to worship. And, you know, to be honest, I think wherever every girl is that way, like we should all just, you know, worship ourselves and be that person. And Regina was the one like she owned that school. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I felt like one of the most iconic scenes. And I think I think you may have sent me the gift yesterday, um, Jackie. Uh, remember that one scene when uh, like after. Regina was like spreading all the copies of the burn book or whatever. And like the chaos ensues. And then they like at first had it kind of zoomed in on uh, Regina and then it kind of zoomed out 
and then she's got that basically that pose like she owns the school and then there's like mm-hmm. under i thought that was like one of the best shots of the film because she is the hbic yes i definitely agree <laughs> <laughs> one thing that aaron said i think uh encapsulates that so well is that uh when katie asks him like why do you like regina and he's like you know she's the only one that's like up front with everything that she is, even though she's like this evil uh, person, this mean girl, he likes her because, or he's willing to accept her because she's honest with everything that up front compared to everyone else in high school is just hiding that. So I think that's how she was able to like be the head of the school because she, she knows who she is. So I thought that was, that's a good one for sure. Totally. Uh, Ken, yeah. Ken, who is your winner? Well, I initially wanted to say Janice uh, because she had a guest spot in season one of one of my favorite TV shows of all time, Smallville. I don't know if you remember that. Oh, shoot. Was she? She... No, she wasn't Fat Amy. That was, um... shoot, I forgot. Well, who was she again? She was uh, Tina Greer. The one that wanted to be like Lana. Oh, (laughs) yeah. Shoot, man. That's pretty crazy. That, because... Smallville very much also feels 2004, the whole show. <laughs> yeah, the early 2000s. Yeah, exactly. And especially since they started in high school, I just thought it was funny. I really wanted to say her and I did, you know, I loved her chemistry. I mentioned it earlier with uh, with Damien. But if I had to choose it, uh, choose a favorite character. Uh, we mentioned her uh, a little bit before. What I have to pick Karen, um, uh, who was played by Amanda Seyfried, since we establish how to pronounce her last name (laughs) i just thought she stole the scene in a lot of uh a lot of the scenes that she did appear in her one-liners were all hilarious um i won't mention the one that i will a little bit later on uh but she had some fantastic ones like oh there's a 30 percent chance that it's already raining (laughs) or (laughs) or what, what was the other one um like i'm a mouse Duh. And she was pointing at the, the mouse ears. <laughs> I just thought she was hilarious uh, from the get-go, um, playing the uh, basically the dumb blonde. And so, yep, she's definitely my winner. That's a good one for sure. Uh, for me, I would have to say Mr. Duvall because oh. his, dry, his dry humor was so funny to me. I love that type of humor. I guess his <laughs> type of humor is similar to... Um, Ron Swanson, I guess, from Parks and Rec. Uh, just that dry humor is so funny to me. And his chemistry with, with Tina Fey. Tina Fey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. But at the same time, you kind of feel like teachers might be like that uh, <laughs> in oh, high yeah. school. Oh, yeah. He, w- he was definitely trying to get at Tina Fey. <laughs> just right, right from the get-go. Yeah, Miss Norberry. He was like, oh, hey. <laughs> so awkward if you ever want to talk (laughs) (laughs) he was trying to play that nice guy it's like maybe when my shirt's not (laughs) see-through that was definitely a good opener i was cracking up when i rewatched this yeah so for our next award is the why is gamora award for favorite quote because we know that mean girl mean girls also has so many good quotes in it and i think we have already brought up a few uh but jackie what's your winner for the wise gamora <laughs> award the winner for me was 
a scene between Karen and Regina when basically when Regina um, broke up, when Aaron broke up with Regina and Regina was sad. So Karen was like, you want to, Hey, like you want to go do something fun. You want to go to Taco Bell. And then Regina's reply was, I can't go to Taco Bell. I'm on an all carb diet. Karen, you are so stupid. (laughs) Just everything about that, those two, those lines between Karen and Regina, just what the hell? (laughs) I have the same exact quote. Oh my God. (laughs) No way. That was actually my honorable mention. Oh, really? (laughs) That's amazing. It was just too good. Like, (laughs) and just the fact that it's Taco Bell. Yes. And it's carbs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Literally everything, most everything has carbs in Taco Bell. Mm. Oh, my God. Is butter so a good. carb? <laughs> oh, yeah. Regina. <laughs> yeah. And I felt like this was like a scene that was just between them two. Because they didn't really have much like dialogue between Karen and Regina in the movie. So, and the one the one time they did have a dialogue between them two, it was it's pretty iconic. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Oh my goodness. So yeah, since me and Jackie have the same quote for our winner, what what was your winner, Ken? Well, again, that was my honorable mention, but yeah, my winner. Um, so first place for me for the Wise Gamora Award is this, and it's so iconic, and we'll probably see this in a few days. It's when Katie has her voiceover, and she says, "On October third, he asked me what day it was." <laughs> Then Katie, Katie says online, it's October 3rd. <laughs> Dude, whenever I think of that, uh, uh, of Mean Girls, I immediately think of this quote, especially since Mean Girls Day is coming up on October 3rd uh, in a few days. Oh, man. It's so good. By the way, just randomly, when we were recording this on a Wednesday, did anyone wear pink today? I did not wear pink. No, I didn't wear pink today. Oh, I forgot. Such a lost cause, especially since I didn't know what the that uh, reference was last week because I hadn't watched Mean Girls in forever. <laughs> Jeremy was like, uh, it's Wednesday. Uh, it's, we have to wear pink, right? And I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that flew over Ken's head like Drax. Yeah. Oh, and Amanda Seyfried, too, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, for our next award is the Avengers Assemble Award for favorite scene. So this was an interesting one. Jackie, do you do you have a favorite scene? Yes, my favorite scene was actually towards the end of the movie. Well, basically the end of the movie when they were at the dance and Katie won um, Queen for I believe it was was it like a homecoming dance or whatever it was. It was spring she fling. Made, spring fling. There you go. She won Queen. And, you know, she went up there and, you know, decided to do a whole speech. And her speech was basically, you know, like validating that everyone is a queen and like everyone's beautiful, you know, whatever shape, size, race, like whoever you are, like you're beautiful. And I think that's real. Like I felt I felt like that was the most sentimental part of the movie, like putting it out there because the whole movie was like basically competition with each other. But that part, like, you know, because a lot of girls out there, even now, like, I'm sure has low self-esteem and like just putting it out there like, hey, you're beautiful, too. Like, don't ever think you're not. That was just like a really good scene for me to like to like finish the movie up with. 
Yeah, for sure. It's definitely one of those, like, here's the message of the movie type of moments. And uh, it's definitely a message that I think a lot of girls and uh, especially going through high school should follow for sure. And Mr. Mr. Duval had to ruin the moment. It's like, it's like, uh, you know, Katie, you don't have to give a speech. <laughs> and his speech was perfect. Like, don't be a hater, Mr. Duval. <laughs> uh, Ken, what was your favorite scene? Okay, mine is kind of uh, random. It was in the kind of in the middle-ish towards the, like uh, the latter half of the movie. Um, it's that part where uh, Katie just. Uh, she threw a house party with her uh, her family in was it Wisconsin, and so she gets caught in a lie uh, about having a house party for basically Aaron so that she could hook up with him. Uh, but then she had to lie to Janice and get out of you know basically no showing her art show. And so you know this is the scene when Janice and Damien Damien's driving Janice and uh, she's got her head out the door and she's basically just laying into Katie and just basically saying, you know, you're such a liar. You know, you're just like the plastic. You're just like them. She's just giving an underrated performance about how really mad she is. But this whole time, Damien's just like all worried about his curfew. And so, you know, having like that dichotomy, I was like, should I say be like, Oh, you know, because Janice is like really mad, but then Damien's just giving us comic relief. And he's just like worried about, you know, it's like, hey, it's one ten now. You know, my curfew's at one, or whatever. And then, as Janice is like, you know, saying her last thing to to Katie, I forget what she says, but she's just just laying into her. I love how the scene ends with Damien <laughs> as she as he's driving away, he's like, and I want my pink shirt back. I want my pink shirt back. And I was just dying after he said that. I, I just thought Damien was so underrated throughout this film. He was just so funny. Yeah, because um, Katie had to borrow his baggy, like polo shirt for for that Wednesday. Yeah, that that pink Wednesday. <laughs> that was such a good scene, actually. Uh, my favorite scene was actually the 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 montage of basically sabotaging Regina, like putting foot cream in her face cream jar, and then like feeding her like these like nutrition bars that they give to like the African kids. I'm like, dang, this is getting intense. This is really messed up. And I guess that was like the transformation of Katie kind of becoming a mean girl. Uh, I thought it was pretty funny, but yeah, that was my favorite scene in the movie. <laughs> Gruel. <laughs> oh, that's such a good one too. See, that could have been a favorite quote. Gruel. Just- yeah. Just a one, one word uh, quote. <laughs> <laughs> All right, for this next section, we're actually going to play our favorite game here on the Weekly Real Podcast, and it's the Guess the Rotten Tomatoes score. Uh, so, Jackie, if you don't know, we actually try to guess the Rotten Tomatoes score for whatever movie we're talking about this week, which is Mean Girls. And so we we haven't looked it up at all, so we're trying to we're playing honest. And right now, me and Ken are actually tied six six, so we're all tied up, me and Ken. So you can play for fun. Uh, I'll let you go first uh, and guess your run to made a score for Mean Girls. I want to guess 80%. That's a close one. Okay. Ken? Oh, man. It's been a while since we've had a competition, right? It's been, what, this is our third week. Um, 
we had we had two weeks where we didn't have <laughs> we didn't have a competition. But anyway, mm-hmm. uh, my, my guess for Mean Girls is a little lower than Jackie's. I'm guessing 74. Shoot. Oh, man. All right. 74. I guessed 76. Ooh, <laughs> right in the middle. So if I'm higher or you're higher I don't, or lower, shoot. Here we go. I'm going to look it up right now so, you know, we don't we're playing honestly over here. Mean Girls on Rotten Tomatoes is at 84% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's higher than I expected. Jackie would have won. Oh, wow. <laughs> Basically, that's like the third time that that a guest has beaten us. Yeah, the, the guest keeps beating us, Jackie. Like last week, we were with Aldrin for Pulp Fiction, and he beat us also. Oh. <laughs> So yeah, 84%. So Ken, wow. I guess technically I get the point between us, but in this week, we're technically both losers to Jack. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. You guys are winners in my eyes. Oh, <laughs> thanks, Jack. You're welcome. <laughs> so what's the score now? So now I guess I'm up 7-6. Man, man. I was very pessimistic. I thought Rotten Tomatoes wouldn't like this movie as much. I, I actually thought I was going too low. I'm like, oh, shoot, they're going to give it a high score. But, yeah, I guess we messed up this time. <laughs> like like every like every episode with a guest. <laughs> I know. They're, they're, we're not on the same wavelength as them, for sure. And I think we're undefeated. Or no, we're winless against them. I think Jacob beat us both times, right? I wouldn't be. I, th- I think he did beat us in the Nightcrawler episode. So if you want to see us lose, uh, all you listeners out there, just watch all the episodes with the guests. We lose all of them. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Uh, Our next and final award is the I Love You 3000 Award, where we rate the movie from 1 to 3000. So, Jackie, where would you rate Mean Girls from 1 to 3000? I'd say 2600. 2600. What is that? Let's see. 2,600. 86.7%. Oh. Hey, all right. That's a good nice one. Solid, nice solid B. <laughs> Almost B plus. Yeah. How about you, Ken? Well, I I mean, I, lo- I love the film. This is actually a good score in my rating, um, in my rating system. If I had to get, uh, if I had to give, Mean Girls, a rating from one to three thousand. I give it two thousand three hundred seventy-six for a rating of seventy-nine point two percent. Nice, that's a good one too. How about you, Jeremy? Uh, I would give it because okay, I gotta preface this. Like, I do like the movie too. It's like it. I'm one of those stone like faced people that like comedies never really phase me much so i gave it a 2130 out of 3000 so it's 71 percent. that's still a good score for me like in comedies that's still really good it's just comedies are one of those things that it's hard to impress me wow okay i'll remember that moving forward (laughs) (laughs) this i was chuckling throughout the movie but i never really laughed out loud except for the taco bell one uh, <laughs> the taco bell <laughs> yeah. i don't know maybe it's because 
I keep seeing a lot of the uh, Mean Girls references on social media, and it's not like you you've been super active on super, uh, social media. So I don't know. It's probably why I liked it more. It, it's it's still one of my favorite uh, comedies. Definitely one up there. Yeah, it's it's still it's it's a good one, especially yeah. for high school comedies. It's a good one. Yeah, for sure. Hey, Jeremy, do you want to uh, go ahead and uh, preview next week? Yeah, it's about Mega City One, home to endless crime. The police are allowed to become judge, jury, and executioner, and there's only one judge ready for what's coming. Judge Dredd in Dredd 2012. So, Ken, I know you haven't seen this movie. That's why I wanted to share it with you. Jackie, have you seen Dredd from 2012? No, I have not yet. It's a good one. It stars um, Carl Urban. It's a good one. If you know him from like The Boys. Um, Star Trek. Star Trek. Ooh. Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, Ken, I also I wrote down in my notes, tell Ken not to watch the trailer. Ah, okay. So, I won't watch the trailer. Um, I remember watching the Stallone Judge Dredd. Can I watch that one again? Because I kind of want to watch both uh, uh, this coming week. Yeah, feel feel free to watch that one and compare it with this new one. It's, I think, vastly different. Uh, I tell you not to watch the trailer for the 2012 version just mm-hmm. because the marketing was not good for this movie. Okay. Um, there are, like, spoilers in the trailer, so I definitely recommend don't watch the trailer. Um, this was, like, the point where they were really pushing 3D. And so uh, I, I would say avoid all the marketing stuff, but the movie itself, I, I recommend. Okay, good to know. Good to know. Definitely looking forward to watching something new again uh, next week. Cool, cool. So uh, Jackie, before we go, would you like to share any of your social medias where they can find you on, on Twitter, uh, Instagram, MySpace, <laughs> Zanga. Zanga. I don't even remember my MySpace name anymore. <laughs> well, you can find me on Instagram for sure. Um, Jacqueline English underscore. <laughs> nice. And you know we'll put the uh, we'll put the spelling on uh, on the episode notes. That way, if you want to follow Miss Jackie, you can look down in the description below. So Ken. Uh, how about you? Where can they follow you on the interwebs and social medias? Yeah, well, I'm you know what? I'm still on just Twitter and Instagram. Well, I'm on, on the other stuff, but uh, I'm more active on Twitter and Instagram, and that's at freaking A. Uh, and the spelling is going to be in the episode notes. How about you, Jeremy? Uh, for me, it's at JP underscore flicks on Twitter and Instagram. I actually, I don't think I've posted anything ever since we started the podcast. And this is our 10th episode. So um, I guess find me on YouTube, Jeremy Pullenbarit, and find the link in the description down below. I'm more active on there than the Twitter and Instagram. So yeah. Uh, anything else for this episode, guys? No, I think I'm. that's it for me. Thank you for having me, you guys. I had a great time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was gruel. (laughs) Definitely gruel. Uh, No, we want to thank you, Jackie, for uh, just taking the time out of your busy schedule uh, for joining us. I had fun, and you know what? Uh, We told this to Aldrin. We've told this to Jacob. You know what? You're always welcome, and especially if you want to talk about one of your favorite movies. And so, just let us know, and we'll 
get things worked out schedule wise. Yeah, I yes. love talking. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Jackie. Oh no, I was just agreeing. <laughs> All right. So thank you guys uh once again for coming on the show. Thank you, Jackie. Once again, thank you for coming on the show and talking mean girls with us. Uh, so next week we are talking about dread and uh we'll see you next time on the reel. <laughs>